That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and get your war paint on, because we are in Kansas City for the defending champion, Kansas City Chiefs. I hope everyone's ready. We are finishing up our summer tour with the world champions. It's time for TSS Fantasy. <laughs> It worked for The Rock and it's gonna work for me. And you just got Flanders. That's what it is! This court is adjourned. It is Commissioner Cooper. Welcome to Sophistication Station. I'm here to save the fantasy roster. And it's time for TSS Fantasy! Finishing up the summer tour. Let's get it started. Welcome into the studio, Jordan, the Judge Thomas. Welcome into the studio. Man, one of my, my favorite places to be, Kansas City. Got to spend the draft there. The team that's actually closest to me um, drive-wise and the team that spanked those Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl. Let's go. Oh, what a great way to segue right to Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis. Welcome in, sir. Uh, I don't think spanking by three points really, really spanking. justifies a spanking. Uh, but you know about spankings because your team gets spanked every freaking year, right? You know, you got you guys win three games and you think you're going win, to win the Super Bowl. And then that's when you get to turn off the Xbox. So, um, you know, don't come, you know, trying to get at me because because your team sucks. OK, so anyway. Hey, Jason. Uh, uh, we're here. We are. We are here. We are here to to discuss my other fa favorite team, the uh, Kansas City Chief. Um, yeah, let's uh, get it started. I'm a little disappointed. Fred's not here tonight. You know, since every week he always lets us know his starting tight end is Travis Kelsey. I mean, that's some big, deep inside information. Let's get things started tonight. However, don't forget, go to tssfantasy.com. Look at our latest and greatest rankings. It's time for draft season. We're here to help you out. So make sure you go visit us. Jordan, are your uh, rankings up, by the way? That just hit me. Have you ever sent me your rankings? Yeah, baby, they're live on the website. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure. I was just like, I they're on the napkins with, with friends. You're good. I, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, no, of course. I, I, I got mine pulled up right here on the computer. I live in the no, digital age, so. Nice. I know. Freddie's still living on his rankings with the little pad, so I forgot all about that. So, sorry. We'll have to apologize to our audience there for that. Also, don't forget, go to our sponsors. Visit Underdog Fantasy. Use a promo code TSS. We'll double that deposit up to $100. Also, Sportsbook as well. Got lots of great promos there. Use the promo code TSS. And if you're looking for some championship bling for your fantasy champion go to pro and belts today they got lots of great stuff if you are watching us on youtube hit that subscribe hit that notification bell get a like get a comment little things stopping you from doing it 
big things popping for us when you do. So we do appreciate you. Fellas, I'm going to bid you adieu for now. We're going to bring in the doc, and I'll see you in a bit. The doctor is in. We are finishing, sadly, our summer tour with the defending world champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Doc, what's on the house call? We will get it started with Patrick Mahomes. So as recently as this past April, Mahomes said his ankle was still recovering from his January high ankle sprain. But there's really no reason to think that's going to limit him from another monster season, right? Draft Shark gives him a 5 out of 5 max durability score. He proved to us in the playoffs that he's going to play through everything. We're going to go 15, 1-5% of the bench for Patrick Mahomes. Moving to Travis Kelsey, if you pull 2013 out of the equation, he averages 16 games per season. There's not really a lot of relevant injury history there to talk about in recent memory. Count on him playing. We're going to go 10% of the bench. So, you know, you look at their stars right here, 15 and 10%. That's a good sign for Kansas City fans. And lastly, Isaiah Pancheco, did I say that right? Close enough? Good. Yeah. In 2022, he played in all 17 regular season games as a rookie, so it's one data point we have to look at. But a broken hand and a torn labrum sustained in the AFC Championship certainly gave some offseason concern. Some reports are that he may start the season on the pup list, but he himself says he will, quote, absolutely be 100% for week one. It's tough to pick a side on that one when we've got two very different camps going. So I'm going to flip a coin, 50% of the bench. He may start the season sitting on the bench. All right. Sounds good, Doc. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for the summer. And we will see you next. Well, we'll see you during the regular season on Tuesday nights for our waiver wire house call. We appreciate you during the summer tour, my friend. All right. Yes, Doc. Thank you so much. Wrapping up that summer tour. Lots of great info with that percent to the bench. All right. Well, let's bring in our guests, the world champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Our final stop on our summer tour, we bang our war drum for the return of the world champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Bang the drum, indeed. Here we are. Listen, let's welcome in first a friend to the studio. Been here quite a few times. JP from Chiefs Focus. Welcome into the studio, my friend. What's up, my man? How are you? Doing great. Appreciate you being here. And I thought I'd bring a little bit of the warrior spirit in here tonight. We got the KC warrior in the house welcome into the studio friend yeah thanks for having me no we appreciate you being here um casey i just wanted before we start tonight um you had a little post today go out um looks like there's some voting going on for fan of the year it looks like you're including that you want to um, talk about that real quick yeah um so this is the fourth uh, season that the NFL in partnership with Captain Morgan is doing their fan of the year contest. And pretty much um, the NFL asks all 32 of their teams, including the chiefs to pick out a fan, not just for their fandom, but for what they do throughout the community. And so I did it last year, but unfortunately I wasn't picked. Um, chiefs fan of the year last year was, uh, was Amy Patel. Amy Patel. Uh, yes. Uh, 
great assistant radiologist from UMKC. She does an amazing job and in, uh, in what she, in what she does and so forth. So so pretty much um, this year I'm going to do it um, do the fan of the year contest again, but also I have a little bit of some backbone to it which um, what I've done ever since the NF, pretty much since the NFL draft um, created my own uh, logo, which you can see I have my shirt here and also have my own patch, which I've been um, using all of these to um, put them up for sale. And pretty much um, all of what I've, all of what I've made so far with shirts, shirts and patches combined, I've raised approximately $850 of combined with all the shirts and sales and all of um, all of the money from that goes to four nonprofit organizations that benefit my causes, which is autism awareness, suicide prevention and fentanyl awareness. So um, pretty so pretty much this I wanted to use this sort of as a backbone to pretty much not only to give hope to kids and adults with autism, but also um, pretty much as a, in a way to be an inspiration, not only to them, but to also be an inspiration to any, um, any Chiefs fan that wants to root for, um, root for the, probably the greatest team in the NFL and also be part of the Chiefs kingdom, the greatest fans in the National Football League. Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate that. As a parent of a child with autism, I definitely um, will speak to your cause, so to speak. Everyone that's watching, of course, and everyone's checking us out, all your KC fans, or if you're not, go out and get that warrior on there for fan of the year this year. He's out there doing his thing, certainly deserves it. All right, well, let's get into last season, right? Well, if I was like, I don't know who it was, but this is like this really prominent sports figure. <clears throat> he had this really cool quote. He said, if you ain't first, you last. <clears throat> that certainly applies to you guys. Numero uno, the best of the best. You finished 14 and three, first in the AFC West, first in the AFC, first in the NFL all the way. So great job for you guys last season. Let's talk offensively points per game. You guys were 29.2. That was Numero uno in the league. Yards per game, 404.6. Numero uno in the league. Passing yards per game, 288.9. Numero uno in the league. Rush yards per game, 115.7. It was 20th. Well, that's because you need to run that much. You're already winning. Didn't really matter. Defensively, a little bit of a struggle. Points per game, 22.2. That was 18th. Yards against, 30, 332.7, that's 14th overall. Passing yards per game, you guys were 225.1, which is 20th. And rush yards, <clears throat> excuse me, per game, 107.7, that's 8th. Not, not a big anomaly there. Teams need to throw on you. They didn't have time to run that football. I don't think that's a big mystery there. Let's go around the room. JP, I'll go to you first. Three words or less, sum up last season for me, and then expand on it. The rookies prevailed. The rookies prevailed. I will say that. Everybody had us down. We were going into the league with a bunch of nobodies. You know, we had no secondary. There's a bunch of rookies in the secondary. We had no wide receivers. A bunch of bums. I mean, I heard bums. Bums. We had bums in the, you know, in the, in the wide receiver room. 
you know, then we had this seventh round draft pick running back that wasn't going to do anything, just decided to go ahead and kill worms six inches deep under the ground when he ran. And we won a Super Bowl with a quarterback on one leg with all of these rookies. Now, our defense, if I'm not mistaken, came in 11th overall, which is the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has played with since he's been in the league. Okay, so we had 10 rookies, seven of them were active, and won a Super Bowl. First time in the history of the league. I I, I don't know much more you can say other than fucking good. I mean, we're just good. <laughs> Not just good, you were the best. KC Warrior, give me three words or less on last year. Expand on it for me. Pretty much I'm going to piggyback what um, pretty much JP. agree with the same thing with what JP had just said. You know, the rookies prevailed when they needed needed to. I mean, if, I mean, one word you can describe about last year's team it's it's um, amazing. I mean, to start seven rookies in a Super Bowl. I mean, that's unheard of. Something that you you normally don't see. Um, in the National Football League, probably hasn't happened in the up during the like in the 100 plus years of the NFL. And then, um, I think in a I think in a way, if you want to say one thing about the defense, is that sometimes it they have their struggles in the first like in the first half of the season. But when it comes, but pretty much after the bye week, which is something that Coach Andy Reid is known for. Uh, being having like one of amazing records after a bye week, that's usually when the time when the defense can pretty much just goes full on lockdown and and pretty can take over the game whenever whenever possible. And offensively, of course, you have Patrick Mahomes, the face of the of the NFL, and we and also you got Travis Kelsey. But I think one thing that you have to have to say is that pretty much everybody was asking what is this chief's offense going to be like without Tyreek Hill? I mean, of course we got Juju, we had Juju Smith Schuster and so, and pretty much so we didn't have that down, down the field threat, like, like we had with Tyreek Hill, but um, pretty much like offensively we were able, I mean, the chiefs were able to get the points that they needed and, um, and pretty much just, I guess, in a way with Mahomes and the way he, way he was just playing throughout the playoffs with one bad ankle, and um, all I can say is, is that just that's, so that's that's unheard of. But in the end, all that matters, wins or losses, don't mean anything. All that matters is you is um, holding that Vince Lombardi Trophy. Yeah, um, listen, I think I could sum up um, your uh, analysis by just simply saying um, they were money when it mattered. And that's certainly the cheap, the cheap, the in case of the Chiefs. But listen, you guys went 14 and three. You were money all year long. Let's get that straight. All right, and and also, talk- let's really quick, let's think about this. Yeah, they, people say, you know, they always struggle the first half of the year with the defense. That's a Spags thing more than it is anything else. If you go back in Spags' entire career, no matter who he's had, his first six to eight games, they're lackluster. 
this defense with these rookies were actually better in the first half of the season, which was, by the way, the toughest nine games by strength of schedule in the league, than they have been in Spags' career. But that's all attributed to one guy. I'm just telling you right now, one guy made that difference, and that was Joe Cullen. When they brought Joe Cullen in as defensive line coach, it changed everything. When your front line is playing and solidifying, everybody else can stay on their man and they don't have to jump off cue. Everybody plays the game well and and stays in their position, and that's what kept us being the most dominant team in football. Like it. I love it, actually. All right, we talked about what was. Let's talk about what is, right? So – Marquee addition. Let's talk about the subtractions first. So what's a little bit of subtraction from this team? Orlando Brown, your uh, big left tackle's gone. Juju, we just talked about. Chiefs brought him up. He's gone uh, now as well. Andrew Wiley, now um, right tackle, also gone. Juan Thornhill. Thank you, Go ahead, sorry. You're good. Marquee additions, Jawan Taylor for right tackle. Uh, Big um, addition to your line. Donovan Smith, a left tackle. Charles Amwanhu, thank you. Yeah. Um, and man, I gotta I was sitting here while you guys were talking, looking. I I should have did a little bit of pre-show like study. I mean, I wrote this myself. Research. I didn't. I didn't really look. I mean, I wrote the whole thing myself, but I didn't really look at these names as I wrote them. Let's talk about NFL draft. Felix Adunki Uzama. From Kansas State, I'm gonna mess all this up. Round two receiver is this Rashi Rice from yes. SMU? Right, East. Yes. Um, round three tackle Wanya Morris from Oklahoma. Um, round four safety Chamari Connor from Virginia yes. Tech. Round five edge rusher B.J. Thompson um, from Stephen F. Austin. Um, we got Keon Corburn from Texas and Nick. Jones from Ball State. So that's what this team looks like now as opposed from last season. Let's go opposite end. KC Warrior, I'll start with you. Give me your prediction for this Chiefs year. Just excuse me, this Chiefs team this season. Spit that out. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Um, I think my prediction is um well with what I was saying earlier with uh pretty much everybody on the defense coming back and like all of the rookies from last year are pretty much in know what they have to do. I have a feeling this defense will probably, I wouldn't be surprised if this defense like ends the year as I would say the top six or top uh, seven, uh, seven defense in, um, in the, in, in the national football league and offensively, I mean, I mean, without Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Smith um, I think I think this offense is pretty much going to continue clicking like what they've done last year. I mean, of course we've got um, we've got the we've got Rasheed Rice, and um, and but also what I will say is that I've seen all the hype about this on some of the on on all the Chiefs' uh, social media handles with the whole, all the with the just. Justin Ross type and everything. I mean, I've I've followed what he's done, um, what he's done in Clemson, and then pretty much the injury stuff when he was a rookie. So, I mean, I'm not holding my breath on on this, but I will say this: if he stays healthy, then I pretty much our 
our wide receiver core is just going to be on fire. Sky Moore, um, as I said, Rasheed Rice and uh, Justin Watson and all those guys. I feel this this wide receiver core is going to be um, is going to be on fire this year. So prediction wise, um, I would say fourteen wins. I mean, we have. I mean, if you look at the strength of schedule, we have uh, JP. If you, if you could help me out here, I think we have like the nineteenth. Uh, well, I moved up. Now we're the eleventh. Eleventh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I would. Yeah, say they didn't give us any leeway on on the strength of schedule like they did Tom Brady every year. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> no no question about that. But um, I would say fourteen wins. Um, probably will lose one one divisional game uh, that would be, probably be against the chargers. But other than that, I would, other than that, my prediction is that we're going to, I guess, to put in a, I guess to put in a Matt John Madden perspective, if you play uh, the Madden football game, of course, we're going to get home field advantage, host our fifth consecutive AFC championship at Arrowhead. Sixth or six, yeah, sixth, yeah. Thank you. Um, and then myself, hopefully, if I become, if I get named Chiefs fan of the year, be go to Las Vegas and watch our Chiefs win the Super Bowl. In um, I guess you would call it the Death Star, which is where the Raiders play now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. that's pretty much my prediction. With his belt on in Vegas. I love it. All right, JP, let's say you give a prediction for this year. You know, looking at our rookies last year on the offense, just I'm going to start with the offense. They weren't rookies after about week seven. You know, they were basically veterans at that point. Yes, we lost Juju Smith-Schuster. Was that a big loss? I don't know. Um it's hard to say with the rookies that we brought in that are so talented. I am on the on the Justin Ross bandwagon, and the reason I am is because he's been out there. They've been putting full press on everybody because Andy knows that everybody's rookies. He knows everybody out there needs the pressure. They need to know what's what's up in the NFL. And they're they're putting our best corners, which some of our corners, I mean, you talk about McDuffie, I think he was fifth in the league last year, fourth in the league in, a, in the cornerback position. And they're putting full-on press on these guys, and they're ripping balls out of hands. They're not even given opportunities. I mean, it's it's been pretty to watch. With the way we built our team last year and then the additions this year, it goes back to the Tyree Kill and then everybody else that we brought in because of Tyree Kill. We actually overproduced compared to what we did with Tyree Kill. We were more productive with – MVS, Sky Moore, Juju, Justin Watson, you know, all these no-name guys that everybody wanted to say that we were, you know, and then the seventh round Pacheco that, you know, killed everything under the under the ground. Um, I mean, they had to re-turf the stadium two or three times because of him. He's just fucking insane. <laughs> so when you really think about it, Rasheed Rice right now, everybody was kind of down on that pick. I was not down on that pick because I've watched him play. He's an animal. The guy is an animal. He is he he has so many different tendencies of other great players that have played in this league that he that he's kind of modeled his game after. 
I feel like he's a day one starter. Uh, Sky Moore, for anybody that doesn't know this, he dropped one pass in college on the white and as a wide receiver, mm. one pass. So he's got another year under his belt. You're going to see him playing a lot more. I feel like Tony, with all the hype about Tony's injuries and blah blah blah, Tony is going to come out and when he's ready. He's going to come out and play and make everybody look stupid. And they're going to be de- deleting a lot of stuff on now what is called X. That used to be Twitter. Now we just call it simply X. You know, Elon Musk had to do the old Prince thing and just change the name, you know, so he did it. So uh, I feel like we are in a position that we're going to be the underdogs again in a lot of ways. You know, people are already predicting us to not be that great. You know, our points per game are going to drop, you know, just that and the other. It's not going to happen. We're still going to be the highest scoring team in football. I agree with him, 14, 14 wins. Um, now that Joe Burrow has possibly, which they haven't said yet, but, you know, with his calf injury slash Achilles pull um, that they're not going to admit, I don't know how effective he's going to be this year. And I don't like to see that because I want the competition. I, we, we want that competition we love to be the underdog but i do feel like he's right i i I think we're going to repeat and i think there's not a team in the league right now that can compete with the coaching staff and the fact that we have a quarterback that makes everybody on the fucking field look better and you know i don't know what else to say i think if the only i think i think if you look on the nfc side um I think the only team NFC wise that would probably in a way would give the chiefs a run for, for their money in, in regards. I mean, obviously the team that we just beat was, was the Eagles. Cause I mean, I mean, of course, with what the Eagles have lost uh, um, players wise, I still think the Eagles are going to be very dominant in the NFC. So if I have to guess, well, it'll be a, rematch if it'll be a rematch in vegas well if i I had if i had to guess you're going to be playing america's team in the afc championship the miami dolphins and y'all be sitting your butts at home no i'm just joking around all right listen Uh we are listen we're running a little bit late so i wanted to get things moving along a little bit but you guys are right on par we're all feeling the same thing i mean the chiefs don't look like they're going to skip a beat going into this year all right listen i'm gonna test your fan knowledge a little bit right now let's see how, what kind of big kc fans you are we're gonna play fantasy quiz show we're gonna play chiefs edition so what we're gonna do how this goes is just like family feud i'm gonna ask you both the question shout the answer out as loud <laughs> shout the answer out as loud as you can um whoever has the highest We'll get control. You'll get three strikes, just like, you know, Family Feud. If you get the three strikes, the other guy will get a chance to steal it. All right. Well, I hope you're ready. It's time for the Fantasy Quiz Show. There seems to be no sign of intelligence. It's the Fantasy Quiz Show. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. Not gonna be a long game tonight 
we got KT experts in the building. Let's get it started. Round one fight. We're going to make this a layup as always just to get you guys warmed up. We're going to go top five answers on the board. Here is your question. I'm looking in all time Chiefs history. I'm looking for your past thrown TD leaders. Patrick Mahomes, Lynn Dawson. Pat, I can't say two at once. Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) Patrick Mahomes is number two on this list with 192. JP was a little too quick for you, Casey Warrior. All right. You got control. What else? Oh, and I'm sorry. Next guess is Lynn Dawson. (laughs) Well, that was pretty. Yep, so Lynn Dawson is numero uno on the list, 237. JP, what else you got? Trent Green. Trent Green. Like I said, this one should be a layup. He's number three on your list with 118. All right, gets a little more spicy now. What do you say, JP? Uh, That's a tough one, man. I mean... I want to say Rich Gannon, but I could be wrong. Rich Gannon? You could be wrong indeed, not on the list. All right, you're missing number four and five. You only got one strike, though. Let's think about this. Uh, let's see. There's no way it was Bono. Oh, Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Yeah. Not on the list. Wasn't there long enough, I don't think. Two years, but I mean, he threw a lot of touchdowns in two years. Yeah, he did. He was still magic. He was still Joe. Who the hell was it? Um, uh, God, I can't think of who it would have been. Uh, oh, unless we go back deep. But that's even. I don't know. I can't think of who, who who would be up next. I mean, God, they sucked. All I mean, right, it must be a big gap. <laughs> must be a huge gap because, I mean, they were not great. All right, KC, you got a chance to steal it. Do you know number four or five on the list? <sighs> I'll throw, uh, would one of them be uh, Alex Smith? Alex I, I completely Smith. forgot about Alex Smith. Yes. He is on the list. He is number five with 102. Number four on the list, Bill Kenny. He oh, has 105. Oh, my God, Bill Kenny. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, we are Casey Warrior. He strikes first, 1-0. We're going to round number two. Top five answers are on the board. Here's your question. I am going once again to all-time history, but we're going to winning percentages as usual. I want to know the teams you have the best winning percentage against. 
The Raiders. Oh, yeah. The Raiders. See, Casey Warrior didn't watch last night's show. He went in on that, was not on there. JP, <laughs> what do you say? Uh, best winning percentage. Uh, let's see. Buffalo. I'm sorry. Uh, is it the AFC West or just in general? It, uh, the whole NFL of active teams. Active teams. Um, I believe the Chargers. The Chargers? KC, back to you, Mr. Warrior. Oh, I know. Um, would it be the Chargers? He he just he just said the Chargers. Yeah, oh, I said the Chargers. I guess I'll go with the uh, Denver Broncos. He can go on all the AFC West Broncos. <laughs> JP, back to you. Uh, Cleveland Browns. The Brownies? All right, we're in OT now for this one. So basically how OT rule works, whoever gets it answers this first. The other guy will get one chance to get higher than the other. So we're in OT now. So KC Warrior, what's your guess? Um... Uh, the New York Jets. The Jets. It's a good guess uh, for sure because they definitely were garbage and are garbage. JP, what say you? <laughs> Damn, this is difficult. Um, would it be the Ravens? The Ravens. Bro, I was on your show, I don't know, what was that, a month ago or two months ago? I, I know, and I killed thing. all this shit. I know, and I can't. I That's the same on, question. Man. It's I like golf. Know you know, it's a mental game. When your mind is not it, in it, sometimes things just fucking don't go your way, all right? AC Warrior. <laughs> Let's hear it. I mean, listen, we went to four teams. We're down to 28 teams to go. Give me one. Give me something. Hmm. All right, I'll probably go on the NFC side here. Um, would it be uh, the Seattle Seahawks? The Seahawks? JP, <laughs> oh, let's say you. Detroit. The Lions. <laughs> You're probably right. I can't believe it. We're down to 26 teams. KC Warrior, give me another guess. Oh, man. Um, the Houston Texans. The Texans. It's actually a really good guess. They've been on everyone's list, so good one. But, JP, what say you? Uh, Panthers. The Panthers. Finally. 
Hey, he gets God. it. The Panthers are number three on this list. You're five and two all time against the Panthers. That's a 714 winning percentage. Casey, were you get one chance to get number one or two on this list? What say you? I'll probably stay in that that NFC South. Um, the New Orleans Saints. The Saints. Stop it. Get some help. Uh, on that one, you were close, though. The Falcons were number four on this list. Could have stayed in the Falcons. NFC South. You guys are seven and three all time against those Falcons. Um, they're at number four. Number one on this list, Commanders. You guys are 10 and oh, one yeah. all time against the Washington, Whoa. otherwise known as just a football team. Number two, the Arizona Cardinals. You guys are 10 three, and one against the Cardinals. And staying with this whole NFC theme at number five, the Green Bay Packers. You guys are eight, four, and one all time against the, pa- the Packers. All right, Man. let's go. It's one, one. Let's go to round number three. Top five answers on the board. Here's your question. We're going back to winning percentage, but I want to know the teams you have the worst winning percentage against. Oh, the Colts. The Colts. Ooh, we KC got out one early. Colts yeah, are on the number three, nine, and 14 all time. That's a 391. For winning for average, excuse me, percent. Excuse me, geez, Casey, where you got control? What else you got? Okay, um, let's see, the Patriots, the Patriots. Another good guess because they were also on everyone's list on this side. So another good one, but not on this list. Casey Warrior, you got one strike and one guess. What else you got? Um, the Steelers. The Steelers. Steelers are number two on this list all time. You're twelve and twenty-two all time against the Steelers. All right, Casey Warrior, what else you got? Um, how about the 49ers? The 49ers. Good guess there, not on this list, however. So you got two strikes. You got number two and number three on this list. Can you take a nibble on anything else? Okay, uh... The Broncos. The Denver Broncos. Why? 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 Well, JP, let's ride. You got a chance to steal it. You're missing number one, four, and five on the list. Who kicks our ass? Is the Ravens a team? Is one of them? Now that I think about it, is that is that your guess? 
Or in the words of Regis Philbin, is that your final answer? Is that your final answer? I mean, they are a team. I know, but I don't think they're one of them that has that kind of a record against. Oh, you know what? They now probably not. The Rams, St. Louis Rams. Rams The Rams. You idiot. No (laughs) bueno on this one. The number one team. The New York Giants. You guys are four and eleven all time against the oh, Giants. Giants. Believe it or not. How it's about the number teams you forget about? <clears throat> number four on the list, the Dallas Cowboys. You guys are five oh. and seven. Have a little trouble with that NFC East a little bit, <clears throat> other than the Super Bowl. And number five on this list, nobody circles those wagons like the Buffalo Bills. You guys are 21, 26, and one all time against those Buffalo Bills. All right, let's go. It's 2-1 KC Warrior. See, the funny thing is I made these rest of these questions difficult, JP, because I went on your show not too long ago and asked you a lot of this stuff. And so I thought you were going to be ready. And now, and now I got some, now I got some real challenging ones. So I hope you're ready. We're gonna go top five answers on the board. Here's your question. I'm looking at Chiefs all time history, and I'm looking for your top five longest rush leaders. Christian, oh no, I'm sorry, uh, Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles. He nails it. That's numero uno on the list with 91. He's actually tied with someone else. Great job, JP. You got control. What else you got? Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson. But one of the best, not on the list, however. I was thinking of, I actually spit that out, and I was actually thinking of his kind of. Who are you thinking Nothing. Oh, all right. Well, you're up next. I mean, you got you got control. Oh, it's What's me. I still got next? control. Priest Holmes. Yeah. Priest Holmes. <laughs> Crazy enough, not there. Longest rush yard. One single rush. Oh, Longest one rush. rush Damian yep. Williams. Damian Williams. I don't there know we- why I had that question completely wrong. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I thought it was all-time rushing leaders. I would have have specified rush yards leaders. That's why I said longest rush. We're good either way. Damian Williams is tied with Jamal Charles at number one with a 91-yard rush. So you're missing three, four, and five. You got two strikes. What do you got? Uh, Let's see. Um, That's what there have been. What about uh, Blaylock? Kevin Blaylock. Kevin Blaylock. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. KC Warrior, you have a chance here to win this game. If you can steal this here, there is a number three, a number four, and a number five on this list. Can you give me one of them? I think. Oh, um, would one of them be uh, 
Joe Delaney. Joe Delaney. The warrior has summoned the deep gods. He went back further than me. I mean, (laughs) Joe Delaney is number four on this list. He had an 82 yard rush. Number three was fullback Ted McKnight. He had an 84 yard rush. And Derek Alexander, receiver, was at number five with an 82. One of my cousin's favorite Chiefs back then. I was thinking all running backs. Well, believe it or not, KC Warrior, congratulations. You are tonight's winner. Thank you, brother. And JP knows very, very familiar when you you don't win on our show, we got winner and then we got a loser. So you're telling me there's a chance. No, I like that one better than mine, by the way. No, <laughs> no chance indeed. Casey Woya, you are tonight's winner. Congratulations, guys. Thank you so much for playing. We're about to hit our commercial break. Before I do that, this is your chance to plug yourself, let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, and all your great stuff. Casey Warrior, I'll start with you. Where can everyone follow, subscribe, and get all your great stuff? Yeah. Um, so if you want to follow the Follow the Casey Warrior. Obviously, I have my personal page, um, facebook.com slash Zachariah Partney. And also, I have uh, my Casey Warrior Facebook fan page. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's uh, Casey Warrior 8552, all in low, uh, lowercase. Um, and also, you can follow me on TikTok, which will be, which is uh, at Casey Warrior 8552, and follow me on YouTube which is YouTube Casey warrior. Um, pretty much what you'll see is um, me like putting posts on all my warrior videos for, for on red Friday, talking about this game in, um, in my intense warrior attitude and, and so forth. And, um, but also um, to everybody that's watching this, um, you want to nominate me for uh, NFL fan of the year. Um, Go to uh, NFL.com slash honors slash fan of the year to nominate me. And um, my in, if you want to find my info on that, just uh, follow, follow me on my social media platforms. And uh, also, I recommend you go onto YouTube and watch my campaign video, which talks about how, how I became a fan and all uh, and all the stuff I'm doing to raise money for my causes and it'll give you a good idea of what to write about so y'all want to follow the follow the Casey warrior just uh, hit me up and and trust me I'm one of the most the guy. passionate Chiefs fans you'll ever meet all right, well, let me tell you something, brother. That was really cool, man. So we do appreciate you. Go out, follow, subscribe, get all Casey Ware. Get him nominated. We got to get him up there. JP, where can we follow, subscribe, get all your great stuff, friend? You can find us everywhere. 
We're on, uh, you can follow our website, cheesefocus.com, Instagram at cheesefocus, X or Twitter at cheesefocus, TikTok at cheesefocus. Uh, we're on threads at cheesefocus. You also can find us on YouTube twice, Cheese Focus Live. That's our live YouTube channel, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8 p.m. Central. And on Fridays, I believe, is TSS. Am I or the TSS Corporation? Am I correct? Is it going yeah, for, no. to Fridays or going to stick on? I mean, dude, yeah. look. After this back shit, I'm on dope, <laughs> and I'm not feeling that great. Okay, I mean, it's the okay. dope has got me. So, um, but uh, what I'm going to do, by the way, for the warrior here, if he wants to, I will put his merch on my website. And help him push it. I don't want anything from it. And he can come on the show anytime he wants. And we can talk football and <laughs> and uh, and run the gamut. Ah, that's that. awesome. Hey, JP, I definitely appreciate that. Just uh, just get in touch with me, and we'll uh, we'll definitely make that happen. Absolutely. I love it. Look at all the connections we're making here. Well, listen, you two, good luck to your Chiefs this season. Um, we're going to take that break. Like I said, if you guys want to head out, thank you again for coming on. If you'd like to hang out for the Fancy Focus, please do. And we'll see you in a bit. And like I said, good luck to your Chiefs this year. Thank you, Darren. Fantasy Sports Corp and Underdog Fantasy have teamed up to start your fantasy season off in the win column with Best Ball. What is Best Ball? It's quite simply the easiest way to win. No team management, no trades, no waivers. It's their biggest contest ever and it has only gotten bigger. You simply have to sit and win. You don't even have to set your lineup. Always get your best score every week. Just enter a contest, draft your team, and Underdog will do the rest. What could make this even better? How about free money? Up to $100 using our exclusive promo code. Go online now and use the promo code TSS to double your deposit up to $100. You tell them Gingerbread sent you. Good girl. And I just wanted to point out, JP, I live on the dope, my friend. All right, let's get started with some fantasy focus. Speaking of hazy, it's time to get focused on some fantasy. And look, we always start with the QB position. I don't want to waste anyone's time. Pat Mahomes, I got him number two only because I got Jalen Hurts there, but it's tomato, tomato, um, one, two, whatever. You got to go get him in any format you're in. He is money when it matters, as we just talked about earlier. Pretty well. I mean, let's, let's wrap that one up in a boat. Jordan, you got something else, or what do you say about Pat Mahomes? Tell me not to draft him. Nope. Do it. Draft him with confidence. With confidence all day long. Totally agree. Justin, what say you? Yeah, draft him. He's QB5 for me. That might be the hottest take on this entire panel. That is actually five. That is five. Okay. That that might hit the brakes a little bit there. Like there. Wow. That was that's probably about as spicy as it gets right there. But again, at five, it doesn't matter. It's a guy you go after, you target, being period. Nick, what do you say? Uh, he is the best streamable quarterback you can find. So (laughs) if you want to wait to stream him, great job. But otherwise, if you're but if you're an idiot, let him go. And, but if you're really good, draft the number one because that's where I got him. 
Yeah, you never know. You might be able to stream them later on in, in the year, pick them up on the waiver wire. You never know. Yeah. Uh, JP, what do you say? You got anything different from us, or what do you say? No. I mean, <laughs> no. 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 Why would I have anything different? I mean, the man has yeah. played in the league six years, and he's seventh all time. Exactly. All time. Not much in not much analysis needed for a Pat Mahomes on a fantasy segment. I mean, we give you numbers, but what does it tell you? It all leads to number one, easy money all day long. Let's move on to the running back position. This is where things get a little more interesting, per se, with fantasy is concerned. I got Isaiah Pacheco at 23. He definitely, I know Jordan's kind of high on this guy, at least he was last year anyway. He was really talking a lot about Isaiah Pacheco. I'm, you know, you know, the jury's out for me on this particular offense in the running game because they throw the ball so damn much. It's like, where does this running game really fit in at? We talked about that earlier, about uh, where where they were offensively in the run game. It's all through the passing. But I still like Pacheco. Why not have the starting RB1 and a high-powered offense? Just makes sense to me behind him. Jared McKinnon, Clyde Edwards-Lair. Tell me if we heard this story before. Um, all guys that will fill in at some point and play some type of role. Um, but Isaiah Pacheco, I think, is that guy to take uh, things over, I guess, if you will, in this offense. Um, Justin, let's go to you first on this one. What do you say about the running backs? Yeah, there's just some things you don't do and you don't draft Chiefs um, running backs. You stream them later on when they show their value, a.k.a. Jarek Jet McKinnon last year. Um, when he showed his value, that's when you got him. When Isaiah Pacheco showed his value, that's when you got him. You drafted Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and he showed his value for like one week, and he was droppable after that. Um, I actually – I talked to JP on the Dynasty Hour. I have my eyes on Daenerys Pierce. I think he is going to be a stud in this offense late, and I think he might be this year's Jarek McKinnon, which is why I am taking him at the very end of – Every single draft that goes over twenty rounds, because oh, you're I taking a lot. Good. You're taking a lot of people at the ends of those rounds. Like <laughs> I got, can I keep notes on all these people? You keep bringing up great yeah, nugget though, Justin, in there. <laughs> Somebody to watch, and and especially in for Dynasty for sure. Um, Nick, what do you say? Uh, I actually like Pacheco. I have him actually on my Dynasty team, but. As far as PPR, I have him at, at 27th just because of the fact that they do throw the ball a lot and a lot of it does not go go to the running back. But maybe this year um, in, the, in the offense, now that Biennium is gone, they might incorporate some, some of the passing to the running back. So I'm going to go with that. Uh, that's why I have him ranked at 27th. But I stay away from Hilaire. Uh, he, was, uh, he, he was an experiment that that did not pan out and it's time to move on mr that started it all jordan what say you so you're absolutely right i was banging the drum for pacheco coming into the season last year but you know what i really started to have a thing towards the end of the season for his you know hot older sister Jarek mckinnon mckinnon was absolute money down the stretch last year he was wide receiver seven from weeks 10 on third in receptions i'm not saying go over draft mckinnon that's not what i'm saying but i'm probably not going to pay the price on pacheco i probably will throw the dart at mckinnon last couple rounds of the draft i'll probably drop him and pick him up six times throughout the season but when he's ready i'm ready 
Jordan was politely uh, checking me on that one. He is absolutely correct. That's who it was that he was so hot on. I hear he talked about him every damn week. Jared he killed McKinnon, it. And he, and he did. You know, he's, again, one of those guys that are money when it matters sometimes, but he's got to stay healthy, obviously. JP, what's say you, my friend? You know, I want to rival Nick on something really quick. You know, Jarek McKinnon set an NFL record last year for most receptions, eight in a row, as a running back. So... You know, he's a pretty damn, damn good player. Well, he's one of the best blocking running backs in football. I mean, period. He's made that very clear. Yeah, for but, uh Two snaps. I think when we, we, when we talk <laughs> – You shot it. You quit it. Um, when we talked about um, – When we talked on the on, on, on the Justin show, I went with Jarek McKinnon, and I went with Denarek Prince. I do love Pacheco, but here's the thing with Pacheco. They're probably going to have him on a snap count a little bit to the start of the season. He's He may end up being that second, third down back on a snap count for a little while until they know he's 100%. But I'm telling you, watch Daenerys Prince. This kid is a fucking beast. I mean, I'm just telling you, Veach loves his undrafted guys. His seventh round guys, and every time he grabs them, they're money. So I'm just telling you, keep an eye on this kid. All right. And a beast I am putting down on that, on right next to his name on my draft board. I love it. Let's go to the receivers. So this is one of those another anomalies. Who do we go after? Who's going to be the big guy? Is it Kadarius Tony? Is he going to be the man who steps up in this offense? Marquez Valdez Scantley, Sky Moore, Rashi Rice, Richie James. There's a lot of guys here. I don't know who to pick, quite frankly. I got Kadarius Tony as the guy that's the highest, but I'm just not sure. I basically could put any Chiefs receivers' names in there. I'm just too afraid of them right now. Maybe somebody emerges and I'm able to sneak them later. But for right now, I'm not rolling the dice on none of these guys just because I'm just not sure. And there's other, so many other greater options out there, so to speak. Um, Nick, I'll go to you first on this one. What do you say about the receivers? Who do you like in, in this uh, receiving core, if anyone? Um, Travis Kelsey? Uh, <laughs> uh, that. That's Especially – Especially in PPR, uh, I have I have Kadarius Tony for as great as he is, but he's not one to get a high volume of passes. He's got great yak, but he will. But he's not going to get you a whole lot of passes. So I have him at forty four, and I got sky's the limit. Uh, it may be a low sky because I have him right now at uh, fifty three. So. Uh, if you're not number 87, you chances you you getting the ball in this offense on a right on a regular play, basis is slim and none. So uh, I wouldn't draft a wide receiver off of the Chiefs unless it's for a streamer or if it's for a DFS. A DFS. This is kind of like one of those like the the Pete Carroll backfields. Like you just you know, there's so many guys there. You just never know who's that guy going to be, and that's why they're just so dangerous to look at in fantasy. Jordan, do you have a guy in here you like? I cannot believe I'm about to say this, but I can't say it any better than what Nick did. <laughs> Every dog has his day. 
Something must be going on over there. Justin, what say you, my friend? Any of these receivers you like? You're, you're on mute, my friend. You got yourself muted. No, that's just his answer, guys. No, oh, no. he's just being quiet? It, it runs It runs on a delay on my end over here because my computer is really dumb. Uh, Chromebooks, never get it, guys. Um, anyways, not. Spectrum sucks and Chromebooks suck. That's our newest, <laughs> that's our newest plug of the day. Um, but I completely agree with Flanders. And you know what? I love it because everybody's on the Sky Moore train, and I'm just over here like, you bunch of suckers. Because nobody did it for the Chiefs last year except for Travis Kelsey. You want to go Juju Smith-Schuster? Sure, that was a great wide receiver three. Not wide receiver one. You look at his touchdown productions, it was three. That wasn't worth it. That's not worth it. Guys, it's a great offense. But it's a very picky offense, and it's a very streaky offense unless you're Travis Kelsey. You know, noted by Jarek McKinnon rattling off three or eight straight um, receiving touchdowns. Like NFL record, by the way. Sorry. There you go. NFL record. You think Patrick Mahomes cares who your fantasy stars are? And he doesn't give a shit. He just he gives a shit who fine. gets him to a Super Bowl. That could be Jarek McKinnon. That could be Clyde Edwards-Alaire one week. That could be Sky Moore one week. That could be whoever. There is nobody in this offense other than Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes that's worth it. JP, tell us why we're wrong. Give us somebody out of here that we should be looking at. Somebody you might want to think about, and I know this is probably going to be um, a hot take for you guys. Keep an eye on Justin Ross. I'm just telling you, keep an eye on Justin Ross. This kid is is scary, and I think everybody's got the you know the heebie-jeebies about him because he was injured, and you know they don't know what he's going to do. The problem with our team is that we're such we're, we're what you call a true spread offense, and you really don't know who the fuck's getting the ball. I mean, nobody knows uh, unless it's Travis Kelsey, of course, because you know that he's the go-to guy. But with a great, healthy offensive line. And now we don't have OBJ that just got Joe Burrow hurt in a fucking simulation. Um, we're, we're in a pretty good position. So I would really kind of keep an eye. Watch Justin Ross. That's all I can say. Just keep an eye on him. Justin Ross. This is how much of a Tyreek Hill hater JP is. He's got him better already than Tyreek Hill. Can hey, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I did that for you. I know you did. <laughs> Right, that's why I was it out. It shot it out for you is what I was doing. All right, so let's wrap this puppy up talking about the tight end and defense. Again, see my Pat Mahomes analysis for Travis Kelsey. Number one, easy money. He's the tight end, the guy, the alpha. He It depends on how high you want to jump for him. Do I think he's going to repeat last year? No, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I just think, you know, a gameplay, game script, all that kind of comes into play especially with touchdowns and stuff. It's hard to repeat that success, although it is Travis Kelsey, of course. I just see one of these receivers or maybe a few of these receivers eating into a little bit of that touchdown, um, that touchdown uh, greatness that he had last year. But he's still number one overall. That's just the easy part of it. The defense, 
streamable. I mean, for sure. I don't know if I'm out drafting the Chiefs or not somebody like, ooh, this is a really good defense that I want to get. But they definitely have some good matchups, um, and they're a pretty decent defense overall. So, again, somebody I at least would stream and somebody to look after um, in the drafts. Jordan, let's start with you. Give me the tight end and defense. Wrap the puppy up. So I'm going to take a stab at the hottest take of the day. Justin did real good with the Mahomes at five, but I'm just going to say this. There's not a single running back in the National Football League that I will draft in a fantasy draft over Travis Kelsey. Money, consistency, and a first-round pick, you don't ever have to worry about that position again. Um, Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Wow, that's another hot take. Ooh, wee. I love it. I love it. Oh, getting the bobblehead out. We got Justin's got Travis back there. I mean, I love it. Justin, give what do you say on the tight end of D? Um, yeah, I mean, he's pretty much a wide receiver one, and you're getting him as a tight end, which tight end we all know after the top five sucks. Um 100 <laughs> always draft him, draft him number one. If you can draft him in the first round, go ahead and do it. Um, just lock it in because he's in for another one of those years, barring anything bad happening. I'm knocking on wood. I'm not. I'm not praying for it or anything like that. Barring anything well, bad not. happening, he is going to be a locked in tight end one once again. And then for the defense, stream. I mean, when they play the Raiders, when they play the Broncos, when they play another weak-ass team, go for it because Chris Jones is still there and that team is very opportunistic. Um, But, yeah, I got anything else to say. I think Casey Warriors said that really well as well, that, you know, the Chiefs D, they do it towards the end. Andy Reid's such a great schemer. Um, you know, Steph's definitely down the stretch, it seems like, too, where he's always got great game plans defensively, and they're making big plays, turnovers, touchdowns, that type of thing. Um, so, yeah, definitely a streamable D. Nick, what do you say on tight end and D? Uh, yeah, a couple of things. Um, just uh, JP, now, was that you talk, talking about Justin Ross, or was that the dope? That, that uh, you- no, no, I, I actually, I actually talked about him last night too. And I don't care what you say, he's a damn good wide receiver. Okay, he's the AJ Brown of our team right now. No, that's uh, speaking that's- your language. About the defense, I don't have to talk about Travis Kelsey. Either that's going to be amazing next year, or it's going to be such good fodder for the next. Absolutely, it's going to be like the cold take or the fucking hottest take ever. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first. (laughs) So, according to my research that I had done uh, on CBS uh, Sports, the Chiefs have the 16th ranked hardest schedule. Okay, so. That's saying right there that that defense is already somewhat draftable. I mean, you're you're right in the middle. And now, um, as far as their defense's ranks coming into the season, they're ranked 13th on Pro Football Net- Network. So, I mean, that's something to take into consideration. Would I go into a draft saying, oh, I'm going to target the Chiefs? No, because I can't remember the last time the Chiefs had a good defense to to speak of especially like the warrior said weeks one through eight they they figured out at our at around 14 to fit 
14 to 16, they, they, they figure out how to play deep, how to play defense. Um, but it's worth considering, especially when you're going to stream, stream them. Uh, if, if you're at the low, low end and you need it, you need to want, so who do I pick up to pick up like my fourth back? So I pick up my ninth receiver. Let me throw a shot in the dark at another defense. KC might be someone to, to consider. I mean, they're not, they're not great, but they're not terrible. Like someone said before, they're a peanut butter and Joey sandwich. They're good, but they're not that great. <laughs> I actually love okay. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. All I right, too, so listen, again, KC, do me a favor. You have the honors, my friend, of closing out our summer tour tonight. Tell us about this tight end and defense. Why we should draft them. Okay, well, we know Travis Kelsey. You can't. There's nothing more to be said. It's Travis Kelsey. And you're right. He, you're, it, will he repeat last year? Probably not. He's probably going to surpass it. I'm telling you now, this is his year. He is in phenomenal condition. He's going to be targeted a lot because, again, especially through the first six, seven weeks of the season, everybody's gelling at that point. So you're going to have a lot of decoys out on the field. And he's going to he, – it's impossible not to catch him open. Ask the Eagles. Um to get to uh, Nick's point, you know, when it when it comes down to strength of schedule, unlike the Eagles last year, we had, I think we were ranked top two get it. schedule last year, and um, you guys were ranked 29th. But anyway, look here, Cowboy, um, you got no room to speak. So just, <laughs> um, but you know, and then you know there was also that that whole um, best defensive line since the 85 bears. And then there were zero sacks and six pressures on the homes, but you know, I'm, I'm not saying much about that. I'm going to let that go. Um, and then we did also get a couple sacks on, 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 uh, on hurts. But anyway, uh, if you really want to, if you're going to draft only, somebody only beat us by three points, a lot of bullshit, it's three, PI, three but points, three, but you're, you're, but you're also talking about playing a guy on one fucking leg and your guy had two and can run. You know, the tush push helps you guys out tremendously, which they almost took away this year, and that would have really killed your guys' game if they took that away. But I'm just saying, if you guys want to look at any defensive players on our team this year and you really are, you need somebody, look at McDuffie. Uh, McDuffie and Sneed right now, Sneed's up on a contract year. He's already five corner in the league. But McDuffie came in like – nobody's business. I mean, nobody could touch you last year. I think he gave up three, three passes in the first, after his injury, he gave up three passes. Um, he gave up one touchdown and I think one in the Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken, he got turned around in the Super Bowl against AJ Brown, actually. Uh, I would probably take a look at, well, you know, it is their main receiver. So it, it, it kind of goes, you know, um, hand in hand. But if you really uh, want to take a stab at somebody, take a look at McDuffie and take a look at Snead. If you're really needing a corner, those would be the two guys I would probably chase after. McDuffie's really talented. He's got a high football IQ. Uh, that's all I could say. JP I mean, you know, diving deep. That's all I could say. He's diving deep with the IDPs. I love it. I love it. That's the way you close out the summer tour, my friend. We appreciate that. Appreciate you joining us. We appreciate all of you who have journeyed through our summer tour with us. 
Don't forget, next week we get into our summer school mode. We're going to go through all different types of genres um, of drafts starting next week. We're going to start off right off the jump with a dynasty draft. Um, that'll be on Monday. We'll do a little mock during the week. And then on Friday, we'll come back and judge, judge, or excuse me, grade, or maybe we have a judge here. We'll have them judge, judge them. Um, and we'll have Brian Scott in for some injury updates and all kind of great stuff. Getting you ready. For your fantasy draft, it's fantasy draft season, so let's get on it. We appreciate you guys for joining us. JP, appreciate you. you. Good luck to your Chiefs, and we are out.